We have been running on God's OS, but there is a need for upgrade now. And for anybody to work with that system must be a proper application that must be installed. If you don't fit it, you'll be hanging. If you can't be properly installed, you'll be hanging. You'll be causing problems for other applications. Serving God shouldn't be at the expense of your growth. Your stewardship shouldn't be at See, what you do for God is not as important as your growth in God. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. As I praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. If you are glad to be here, can you praise the Lord? Come on, go ahead and rejoice. Give him a shout. Thank him. Glory. Amen. Why are you rejoicing as if you are fasting? Come on, go ahead and rejoice. Glory to God. Glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. So in this retreat, you must uh, be fully um, sensitive to what the Holy Spirit will have you to understand. It's very important. Let's turn our Bible to the book of Mark chapter 6. Mark chapter 6. I want to talk to you on what I call God's call. God's call. God's call. We have been called to gather like this. It's not as a result of a figment of our imagination to gather. There are certain times that there will be need for us to gather. And there are times that God will instruct that we should gather. God opened my eyes last year. He showed me that there is a seven year season coming to an end with our church. And that we need to move into another seven years season. This church was officially inaugurated on October 12, 2012 at Conference Center Obafemi Aulowa University by my spiritual father, my mentor, Pastor Kojue Made, and I was ordained into pastoral ministry by him. And this coming October, we mark seven years of the existence of our church. And this coming November, we mark the 16 years of existence of Life Channel Ministries. 16 years. I know there are people here who are just 16 years. Or there are people here who are 15 years. Life Channel is older than you. And we bless God for the fruits, for everything that God has done ever since. I was 21 when I started Life Channel Ministries. So you can have 16 years. And so God showed me, there was a prophecy during Life Channel this, without, without, um, um, without 
communion. That was around 2006, 2005, thereabout. And fortunately, the person that God used for the prophecy is in this retreat. So, uh, being around, he has been to other ministries after then, though still with Life Channel, worked with other churches, and then came to join us. I think he himself should have forgotten, but recently I reminded him. He said there will always be seven years. He said there will be first seven years, and there will be another seven years. Just like the order of Joseph, interpreting the dreams of Pharaoh. That the first seven years, according to Joseph said, Joseph said, the first seven years will be the year of the bountiful harvest, and then there will be following seven years, there will be a year of famine. And the Holy Spirit made me to realize that reverse is the case in our own case. Glory to God. So it means that even what God called famine, what God called something like a recession, where you don't really have all the abundance, we still have miracles. You get, we're not in debt. There was no debt. We have a lot of things to thank God for. Four churches were planted, and they are all running. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, we have a lot of things to thank God for. A lot of people give their life to Christ, edified, empowered, doing exploits, have marriages, homes planted, we have babies, and then many more things. So with all that, God is saying there is a need for another seven years, which is going to be, and you see, whatever the Lord does, He does it forever. So that means a shift that is taking place or um, the way we are migrating into another dimensions of seven years, that is going to just be the minimum. Things will just keep getting better and better. So that's the way God showed me. And then he, he, he spoke the prophecy. The person is here. Please, let me appreciate Pastor Dial um, Agola. He's the only old Life Channel members here. I think Pastor Tayo too, from those days. Um, then Pastor, you guys came into it too. You came into Life Channel first, 2008. Then church starts 2010, 2011, uh, before he got inaugurated. But he's like the oldest now. There are others, but they are not around. Um... We, I remember the way we were standing. We were just like five or six in that prayer meeting. It was in cricket pavilion. And then the word of the Lord came out. And we are going to note prophecies in this retreat. There are some prophecies they don't have to come by just speaking and somebody is interpreting. They might just come by God moving us to speak words of power into the future. While I was coming here, God was telling me, he said, I will have to take a seed of perfection and launch it into a particular ministry that has gone ahead. And the seed of perfection is a seed of seven. Every seven years, there's always, it's called a year of jubilee. The year of jubilee is a year of release. Glory to God. 
Jubilee also means redemption. Are you listening to me? I'm going to be as simple as possible with you because I know this is it's not a mixed multitude, but this is a mixture of those who are spiritually grown up and those who are spiritual babies. And that is the truth. Not because your age is young, but because sometimes in the, in the, in the, um, in the understanding of spiritual things might not be as deep as some other people. There are people that have age on their side and they are still spiritual babies. Alright? So that's why you have to concentrate. I will be as simple as possible to communicate what God will have me to communicate to you in this retreat. It's very important. This retreat is meant to be for sons and daughters. Not just for stewards and leaders. People who know that which or without any challenge, they belong to these loins. They belong to this heritage. This is an heritage. People who can look into the future and see that there is an assignment that I am already engrafted in the structure of the scheme of things in this ministry. Not just for leaders. Not just for people that will come and go. It's not just for people. That's why there will be a lot of stuff that will be released into you because of the future. Which will help you personally. Because in that next seven years, wants to look into it and see everyone that was part of the retreat, or that will have been part of the retreat by that time, that led into the process of moving into the seven years, every single person that participated in the retreat, their life must be different, must be unique. They must have the glory of God radiating in their life. The power of God must be evident in their life. Testimonies must abound in their life. Alright? So, you must open up your heart. I will explain everything in this meeting. What it means to be a son. What it means to be a daughter. What it means to have an heritage. Not just to be a steward today and then tomorrow you are off. Or a leader today. And probably when you hand over, you can't wait to hand over and then you run. Are you getting what I'm saying? Or you graduate from Nife and then you just graduate into oblivion. We search, Google, do everything. We can't find you. Only Holy Spirit can locate you. So there are people like that. But now we want to make sure that those kind of notions are corrected. The people see visions while they are small. I was listening to the book of Samuel. I realized how God called Samuel. Despite that the Eli was old and his eyes were so dim, his voice was sharp. Eli's voice was not reduced, was not lowered. Because when Samuel will hear the voice of the Lord, he will hear the voice of Eli. And Samuel will go to Eli and said, you called me. And I could see that audio Bible. And the young boy was speaking so small, like a, the, the voice of a small boy. He said, you called me. He, he lacked experience. Couldn't detect the voice of the Lord. 
But when God wanted to talk to somebody that was a baby who couldn't dictate his voice the way his voice should be, he used the voice of his man of God. And then the third time when he went to Eli, Eli perceived that God was communicating to the young boy. And he says, whenever he calls again, he said, tell him that your servant is hearing you. And then immediately he spoke. I was so I was so touched because the first message God will give to Samuel is about the mistakes that Eli and the rest of the household of Eli has made. And how he was going to abandon them and use them. And then somebody was, he was in his house. Alright? So, but what I want to bring out of that is this. God can use anybody. God can call anybody. When David was anointed, he was a teenager. David was anointed as a teenager. That is another challenge in, in this side of the world. People believe that they are young. Even at the age of 25, they, they say they are young. They are very young. 30. They are very young. There are people that parents still buy boxers for them at the age of 27. There are people now who live in their parents' house or BQ at the age of 30. Because they have a mentality that they are young. Whereas God called people at the age of 17. There is a king in the Bible. Maybe some of you know his name. If you know his name, you mentioned it when I, when I talked about the king. He became a king as a very small boy. Huh? At the age of 8, what's his name? Huh? Josiah. How do you know Bible? You did CRK. Or Bible knowledge. Or CR, CRS. At the age of, and you know Bible says, what to a nation whose king is a baby. A babe. Now, you think that somebody who is a small boy is what the Bible is saying. No. Because if it's like that, you wouldn't have chosen eight-year boy to be a king over a nation. It happened in a particular city in this country. That when the father of the small boy died on the throne, in South-South, they had to take the only male that is the heir to the throne was a small boy. They had to take him out of the country to train him. And then they had a regent. You know what it's called a regent? So somebody was there, alright, coordinating the affairs of the, of the city. And until the boy was trained, he was trained by another king from that particular area. When the boy was trained and he grew up, I think he became 16 or 20, then he came back to come and take over the throne of his father. God called those who are young, those who are babies. Knock it out of your mind, first and foremost. Alright? Now, when you want to sit down at this retreat, make sure you sit up. Don't sit, don't put yourself in the position to sleep. Don't let devil cheat you. 
It's not only devil that will cheat you, I will also take care of you. Because I've realized that if you are not under a serious discipline, tutelage, you might not enter into your inheritance. I just realized it. I just realized it. I dictate when you will sleep. I dictate when you wake up. And I'm going to make it almost like mine. So that you can begin to have that energy, strength. You'll be decisive about life. So God used young people. Some of you, you are here probably, you are 15, you are 16. I remember, remember there's a lady in Christ's embassy. She's in charge of Rhapsody of Reality. How many of you have come across Rhapsody of Reality before? You know Rhapsody of Reality? They started with, only God knows how many they started with, and they distributed. Now I was in a partnership meeting with Pastor Chris, who were many, and he was saying, and then I heard, that this year, they plan to distribute over 2 point something billion. Rhapsody of reality, 2 point something billion copies. You know how many people that are in the whole world? Maybe like 7, 8 billion. Rhapsody of Realities. You know what I want to tell you? The person in charge of Rhapsody of Realities since day one, the lady is 38 years old now. The woman, she's married. She said she was 18 or so. They just did 18 years of Rhapsody of Reality. I think the woman should be 36 or 37. She said she was 18 years old when Pastor Chris said she should be in charge of Rhapsody of Reality. And she took it from thousands, tens of thousands of copies being distributed on the streets, probably in a particular vicinity or a particular city. And from that city, it's been translated into several languages. It has turned to apps, been downloaded all over the place. From that same city or that school, the woman had handled it and it has gone into several countries in different languages. A three-year-old woman. Never think you are too young to be called by God. Are you getting what I'm saying? My messages to you in this retreat might not be conventional. Never Look at the way God works in the scripture. Don't ever think you are too young. Jesus at the age of 12 started listening to the Pharisees. And the parent forgot. Or he forgot to go with the parents. And the parents had gone. Almost a two days journey. They had to come back when they noticed that Jesus was not with them. You must know that Jesus was a pura matete when he was small. What I mean by Kura Matete used to be a slang we used in those days. The boy that you might want to tag to be a bit stubborn or decisive had a mind of his own. He stayed back. Probably deliberately stayed back and avoided his parents. And then they left. 
And they had to journey back to Jerusalem. By the time they came back, they were frustrated. When they located Jesus, I thought they would rush Jesus like an African parent. You can imagine what your parents will do for you. If you are in that kind of situation. A two-day journey. Now look at it. A two-day journey is not a small journey. It's not a small journey. Your parents can't even live here and forget you here. And they now find out that they are in OAU. That you were here. By the time they came back. Let alone a two days journey. You have to read the Bible. And know what. You know. But God doesn't just document things. He wanted to tell us. He wanted to send us. His, 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 tell us something about the life of Jesus. You know there was nothing that was said about the life of Jesus. Except that he grew in wisdom. In gaze and status and spirit. And all that. Everything. There was nothing else. Apart from that story. So at the age of 12, he started listening to the Pharisees. And when they got to him, they said, don't you, don't you, that was the meaning of this. We forgot, we forgot to carry you along. We've been laboring all day, we've suffered. It's in the book of Luke, probably if you can get it. I think Luke chapter 1 or so, 1 or 2 or so. He said, we, we suffer. You know what, you know what happened? He told them, he said, can't I be by my father's business? When I saw, I said, this guy is still speaking. You don't get what happened? Your parents came after two days. They journeyed. They came back. And they said, can you imagine? Where have you been? We've been looking at, we've been looking for you for, for the past two, three days. And then the only thing you say is, can't I be by my father's business? Your father's business? When they have finished the days, as they return, no, 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 go back to, okay. Is it from, is the story from here? Let's start from here. He said, as they return, the boy Jesus. Many of you, you are used to demand Jesus. You need to actually examine the boy Jesus for you to understand demand Jesus. The boy Jesus lingered behind. Look at it. It means that he was supposed to follow. He was the one that probably just cunningly avoided following them. You understand? Lingered behind. And in Jerusalem and Joseph and his mother did not know it. I know some of you say that Joseph and Mary too, Seth. But see, the only thing that saved them is that the boy lingered behind. It means that he was probably following them when he noticed that they were carried away, then he started escaping, escaping until he escaped. And so those ones thought that he was still in the, among the four. Because when they journeyed to Jerusalem like that, they journeyed in group. So people came with their children, and then everybody is going together. Probably was playing with somebody, and they checked, and they say he was there. And then, you know, they were going, and only for them to realize that Jesus had disappeared after one, two days. Now look at what he said. He said, so team among their relatives, look, you can see. He said, but, no, no, go back. For the three. When I'm done with the verse, then you move. He said, lingered behind in Jerusalem and Joseph and his mother did not know it. Yes, verse 44. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So they traveled together. So for two days, Jesus was missing. A 12-year-old boy.
You know, even if it's by his father's I I was this well, a 12 year old boy can brush. They are telling you what a 12 year old boy should be able to do. Do without his parents for two days. In Africa, we are in serious mess. Because 25 year old can't do without their parents. You don't have a decision now that can stop your parents. Why some of you you will be so much concerned that you drop your phone here. It's because your parent can call you at any time. It's not even impossible that some of you are expecting their call. And some of you might even have to lie when they ask you, where are you? Because you are not bold enough. At the age of what? No, 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 no. Think about it. At the age of what? It's very rare for you to see parents that raise children with their minds to be decisive. Thank God for the kind of parents I have. A day's journey. Now, their relatives and acquaintances, verse 45. I know this is for somebody because this is not even in my book. So when they did not find him, they looked for him. They returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now you can imagine. Will the company follow them? They returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Verse 46. Now, so it was that after three days they found him in the temple. After three days. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus liked three days. Have you found out? <laughs> He has been practicing death, burial, and resurrection since. After three days, he was lost. <laughs> Without parents. <laughs> Look at it. They find him where? In the temple. If you are lost, where would they find you? If you are given an opportunity to linger now, what will you linger to do? Some of you, you can't wait to do bad things if you are given opportunity to linger. You just, you, you become lingerer. You turn to something else. And you, let me tell you something. This is, an, this, this is an example. This is an example of what it means to separate oneself. Listen to me. See, I've come to this retreat to damage every nonsense in your mentality and to install the proper software of heaven. Can you see? The way you should be running. Actually, I'm telling you, when God says we are entering another new year, He's talking about a different OS. We have been running on God's OS, but there is a need for upgrade now. Are you listening to me? And for anybody to work with that system must be a proper application that must be installed. Listen, you must be, if you don't fit in, you'll be hanging. If you can't fit in, if you can't be properly installed, you'll be hanging. You'll be causing problems for other applications. The young boy lingered behind. And they found him after three days. Now look at it. You know the journey was a day journey, right? So they couldn't find him. That's a day. Immediately they returned. 
How many days will it be to get to Jerusalem? One day, right? They're making how many days? They were looking for him. They couldn't find him in 24 hours. Even in Jerusalem. So it still, take, it still took a day to find him. You will know that a purpose-driven life is the most dangerous life. It's a life that is full of focus. Look at what the Bible says here. Then now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple. They found him in the temple. Sitting in the midst of the teachers. Ah, I love that. <laughs> I love to listen to teachers. Sitting in the midst of teachers. Hello, listen to me. Anybody that will ever have a future, we have teachers they listen to. What does the teachers do? What do they do? They teach, right? They instruct. They teach. And when teachers teach, you, listening to teachers, you are students, right? Now, students, what do they do? When they are being taught, what do they do? They are learning, right? Now, if you are not learning, you cannot lead. If you are not learning, you have no future in Christ. I'm telling you the truth. For three days he was listening to teachers. And you know the way the Israel temple is? Rabbi upon rabbi, different rabbi will be speaking. And then they will be listening. He was listening. Even when Jesus came, because Nicodemus referred to Jesus as a rabbi from God. A rabbi means, the meaning of rabbi is a teacher or a master. Listen to me, everybody. Three days. How wish we can spend three days here. Some of you are feeling like, hey, hey. I wish it's 5 a.m. Saturday morning now. Let me tell you the history of revival. Most of the revival that ever took place, people stayed longer in God's presence. They stayed longer. 21 days. Conference. That one will do Holy Spirit conference that is just two, three days. 21 days. Morning, afternoon, evening. Morning, afternoon, evening. 21 days. Morning, afternoon. People will come into it. They will come out. They will come in. They will come out. They will come in. They will gaga. Agaga. You can imagine. You speak in tongues. Six hours every day. 21 days. Ah. And by the time you are out, devil is in trouble now. Three days he was listening. And it wasn't just, you can put learning here. Praise the Lord. Is it now that you want to start snapping? You want to start snapping? So that they would think that um, this pastor, he does not have money to buy Lavelia. So let's get back to, may you be delivered from devices in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You know, Bible says that we are not ignorant of the vices of the devil. There are also devices of the devil. Vices and devices. <laughs> devices can instigate vices. 
That's why a small button. One lady told me, he said, Pastor, I said, all this pornography you people are doing. He said, ah, Pastor, just a small button on my phone. I'm in pornography world. Ah. How to get it, I don't know till now. I'm not joking. The only day I saw pornography in my life is in Fosnet Cyber Cafe. It's old generation that can know the Fosnet Cyber Cafe. I don't think it's there again in, in OAU. That's PG. Cyber. You know in those days, we used to go to Cyber Cafe. There was nothing like phone like this. Smartphone. All phones were dull. So we used to go to Cyber Cafe. When I got to Cyber Cafe, Early in the morning, somebody had done pornography overnight. I, you know, it's like three times. You know, the one I had an encounter in Worry where I was turning a particular TV. I've told some of you before you heard. And I saw people that were naked doing stuff. I said, Jesus! And I, I tuned I tune on. And when I tuned on, I was looking for CNN. I only do three things with TV. News. Christian preachers, messages, Christian messages. And then, once in a while, maybe entertainment. You said? Hey, I said entertainment. Entertainment. And that entertainment is so little. I don't, I don't, there is no time. No, you just sit down like this, TV. TV. Some of you, your own challenge is PS. How they play it now, I don't know. I know there will, there will be people here who will say, Pastor, you are missing. Please, the reason why I am missing, that is why your whole life has not missed. That's why your whole life is not lost. Are you getting what I'm saying? PS. When I heard Bishop Edepo, he said, that place they call Lagos. In Lagos State. He said, I don't know. You know there's a place called Lagos in Lagos State. The island. Ganga. He said, I don't know. He said, the size of my suit. I don't know. That's why his suit is always like this. Sometimes when he's preaching, he will be dragging his trouser like this. His mind is completely out of those things. You, you know too many irrelevant things. Too many irrelevant things. When you get on your phone, it will, from one site to the other, from one social media to the other. Social media, the guys that design social media, you know the reason why they design social media? They design social media so that when you open one, you will get to others. That's why the young guys, Zuckerberg, try to buy as many as possible and link them up. So from Instagram, you can get to Twitter. From Twitter, you can get to WhatsApp, Facebook, all that. You are just connected. And then you are happy. <laughs> you are happy. You are happy. Devices and devices. You are delivered from them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. There are people that have seen that were disturbed when they misplaced their phone. You know, your phone, you know, everything can be on your phone. Your projects. If you see some students now, the ones who lie, they say, see, all this thing I'm pressing on my phone is projects. I'm doing my assignments. 
our class group, we are having discussion on the... How many times have we been having discussion in church on those WhatsApp groups and you have contributed? It's when somebody is saying, Gabriel, that's when you'll be talking. And you will see all of them coming. And then with different, uh, is it smiley you call it? And then, you understand? Uh, mm. There's one that used to do like this. And there's some, the one that would do eyes like this. When I see some of those things, I wonder, you know, at first, I didn't even know where they were on my phone. At first, I don't know where they were. I'm not joking. That WhatsApp, when I opened the status, it used to go fast, fast, fast. So I was wondering, is it that people are very fast to reach? So I didn't know until one day that my aunt mistakenly was just on it and he stayed. Eh, I said, stay. I, this thing is staying. I won't, I won't deceive you. Pastor, I was one of the people that used to tell me, when I would say, hey, this thing. You just so sometimes, sometimes when it comes to using those devices, it's like I'm 60 years old. I'm not joking, because my mind is not on it. Sometimes you say, you say back up. I say back up what? <laughs> what are you backing up? What do I have there that you are backing up? <laughs> what are you backing up? Backing up nonsense. What, what, does, what has that got to do with how communion we advance? No, 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 I'm telling you the truth. But I'm not playing down on those devices. You can capitalize on them and get things done. But you must distinguish, you must draw the line. You must draw the line. Those devices are already coming. They are telling you. Social media, all of those stuff. They are telling you that the global, the message is going around the world. And Jesus is coming soon. Because he said the message will be preached everywhere. I hope you know that. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Don't forget we are talking about the boy Jesus. Look at your neighbor. Say you are not too young. Let me preach to about five neighbors. Say you are not too young, you are not too young, you are not too young, you are not too young. Say there is a call of God upon your life. There is a call of God upon your life. See, we are going to have fun in this meeting. Glory to God. This is one of the best. I had some part one students are here. People that just came in. That's fantastic. See, this is one of the best ways to start your life. This is one of the best ways to start your session. I'm telling you the truth. Hearing the truth like this, a boy of 12 years old already knew where he was going in life. A boy of 12... Now, how do I know? Let's read on. He said, both listening to them and asking them questions. Ah! If you're in this retreat throughout and you don't have at least a question, you are not like Jesus. You see some people, they will just be there looking. Like rice and peas. Do you understand? Yes. Everything. Yes. Including the one you have not taught me. I understand. The only thing they are thinking of is how to get rid of the teacher. Jesus was not thinking of getting rid of the teachers. He was just there learning day and night. Learning. The boy Jesus was there learning. And that is why in this ministry we have done things in time past. And we want to make adjustments now in the next seven years. I push people a lot. It doesn't cost me anything. I believe so much in people. 
It doesn't cost me anything. Some people will join church. There was a boy that joined this church. The following week, he started singing. He started leading songs. Maybe you saw that trait when you came in. You saw the trait. That you can come in without any protocol, you join choir. And when you get into the choir group or the other, they notice maybe you have a voice or something, or you are committed, and within two weeks, you're already backing up. All those things are going to change now. They are going to change because it it causes more damage to people than it builds them. The reason why I allow that is that so that you can be taught on the job and grow alongside your assignment and responsibility. And so people take responsibility and they are damaged inside. They are not not growing. They don't have enough strength to carry on what they are doing. It takes strength to deliver responsibility. It takes strength. It takes sympathetic. It takes commitment. It takes a lot of tough. You don't just occupy position. What makes you an influential person, an impactful person, is the strength of grace you carry. And for you to have that kind of strength of grace, you've got to be listening to teachers. You've got to get tutors. Don't forget in Galatians chapter 4 verse 1, he said, a child, though he's a here, is not different from a slave. Give us, we'll come back here. Give us Galatians. Let me just show you something there. Even though you are young in age, you must not remain a baby in spiritual things. I am here to talk to you. You must grow in spiritual things. There are things that are not spiritual. They are carnal. I'm going to knock them out in conjunction with the Holy Ghost. The teaching and the impartation of the Spirit is going to damage those things in your senses and in your mind. Your mind needs a reset. You know, last year when the Holy Spirit told me we are moving, I called pastors and I told them, I said, we are moving. And then, because I know, individually I talk to people, I correct. You can't walk close. You see, the reason why you are, one of the things you enjoy walking closely with me is correction. I cannot put you in my mind for two minutes. If you do something now, I will give it to you now. Alright? Why, why is that I will give it to you now? It's not that I will give you punches. Or I will embarrass you or something. No. I will correct you on the spot. Because I know if it lingers, you'll be lost. Give you correction. So I, I, I discuss with, the pastors are here. So I discuss with the pastors. Some other people are joining us tomorrow. I discuss with the pastors. For you to, for you to know that we, are, we mean a serious business. There's a pastor that is very strong. I said the only person that will not make this meeting as a pastor is a pastor that is hospitalized. And I am yet to have one. If you are strong, come, you will be stronger. It was, it was that serious. I said it in the meeting. I said because things are changing. You can't miss a meeting anymore. Jesus was not missing the teaching. These are the things that accumulate together to make him who he was on the head. He was learning. He, didn't, he wasn't just growing, going to carpentry workshop. And when he became 30, and Holy Spirit just stumbled on him. He had been learning the scriptures. He had been learning the scriptures. That is why when he, when he, when he was filled with the Holy Ghost, he went into the bush to go and pray. He came back. He took the book of Isaiah. He opened. He knew where the Bible talked about him. He knew where the Bible talked and prophesied about him. 
He knew. He went there. He opened the book of Isaiah. By the time he says the spirit of the Lord is upon me. For he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the captives. Decrease deliverance to the captives. Heal the broken hearted. Open the eyes of the blind. And know the acceptable year of the Lord. He said this scripture is fulfilled in your eyes today. He has always known the scripture. And he knew it was not fulfilled. And the fulfillment, he knew it was the fulfillment of the scripture. I remember one of our guests at Holy Spirit Conference. He said, every prophecy of the Bible does not have name. He said, if you can key to the prophecy, then your name will show up there. He said, today, the scripture. They said a virgin Mary will conceive. Is that what they said in the Bible? No. What they prophesied is that a virgin lady, a virgin dancer will conceive. And then Mary keyed into it. Mary might not even know, but Mary was located by the prophecy because Mary was in the dimension of the prophecy. See what happened. And then they're sitting in the temple, listening to teachers, and asking them questions. Whatever is troubling you, that you know that is understanding that can free you, I can show you. Give us Luke. You can locate Galatians. Give us Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Verse 18. I want to show you something now. Some of you, it's knowledge problem you have or wisdom problem. It's not a demon problem. Look at it. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. So you preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Can you see that? Now, did He heal the brokenhearted? He did. Did He preach the gospel to the poor? He did. Now, to proclaim liberty to the captives. Captives don't need prayer to be set free. They need preaching, teaching, teaching. If you check other version, you have other version. Give us other versions. Amplified version or whatever. He said, now, he has sent me to announce release to the captives, recovery of sight to the blind, to send forth as delivered those who are oppressed. Go back. Go back to, go to the message. Is that the message? Send me to announce pardon to prisoners, recovery of sight to the blind, to set the body, go to NKJV. Do you have NKJV? To proclaim liberty, go to KJV. Then he has sent me to preach deliverance to the captive. When you have some understanding, you are, you are set free. The demons cannot stay in your spirit. Where your mind is renewed. Are you getting what I'm saying? The demons are not actually in your spirit. They always oppress your mind. So when an understanding enters your mind, you are free. You have a recreated spirit. Give us Galatians. A child, as long as he's a here, is not different from a slave. You know what it means to be a here? Somebody that has the right of ownership to the inheritance that was given to him. Have we found this? Let's read it together. Now I say that the here, as long as he's a child, does not differ at all from a slave, though he's a master of all. Can you imagine? He's a master of all, but he's sticking like a slave. A child is not different from a slave. 
though he's a master of all. Yes. Number two. But he's under guidance and stewards until time appointed by the... Now, if you, if you check some other version, he said he's under tutors. Under teachers. They want to teach the slavery out of him. Are you listening to me? They want to teach the slavery out of him. Some of you, the way you are looking at me, it's as if you want to escape from here. <laughs> if you escape from here, you are going to enter into slavery. See, they, you, you need to be taught so that the slavery can get out of you. Some of you, you are a master of all, but you are acting like a child. As long as you remain a baby with spiritual things, you are not different from a slave. You don't know your right from your left. You don't know what is good for you and what is bad for you. Sometimes you see sickness as the will of God. Sometimes you see sickness as punishment of the sin you have done. Sometimes you see, I mean, sometimes when you see bad things, you say, as long as he's a child, he remains a, he remains a slave. Look at what he said. He said, but he's under tutors and governors until time appointed of the father. So that means when you are being trained, there is a time for graduation. If a doctor is not trained, he can't be a doctor. You can remain a medical student. I knew somebody in OAU who spent six years, a six years course. He started in 1993. He didn't graduate until I graduated. He graduated around 2008. Go and find out in Nife. Yes. I know him. I know him one on one. Very intelligent. Very intelligent. He led a protest. He was arrested. He was put in cell. He had exam, medical exam. They went to give him the books to read. He led everybody in class. He led everybody in class. They went to disrupt convocation. The king, Emir, all those people with Toban, Bibi Toban, they came. Parents came. They came to disrupt the convocation. They disrupted everything. They scattered convocation. Come and see courses. Like, like, like thunder. <laughs> Parents were pained. Emia. All of them that came in their regalia. When they released courses, the guy that was leading the class, everything was on retardation. Was now drinking everywhere, was drinking. He became like an imbecile. A ear. As long as he's a child, it's not different from a slave. God might have given you food and you are still hungry. You don't know that food is your inheritance. And you can still be begging for food when already you have been provided for. Look at what he says. He said, though he's the master of all, but he's under guidance and stewards until time appointed by the father. Thank you. You know, let me tell you something about it that I saw in Ife. Or that I've been experiencing since I came. I was in my house. I went to bathe. You know, like all those half bathing. I would just go and put myself under shower. I will go back and sit down. I will be reading. I will be thinking. I was actually trying to sleep. I couldn't. I will go again. The heat will come. 
those water will, will evaporate. This will come again, I will do it. I'm telling you within five, five minutes. So, but then, a wisdom just occurred to me to do. So, I went into the fridge. The cold part of the fridge, you know, the freezer, I just took the water out. So, where I sat, I just poured water on myself. It's as if that one does change my body temperature. So that one stayed longer. You know, the one I was doing before was within five minutes. That one stayed for like 60, for like 35 minutes because I did it twice. So when I was coming, in order for me not to be feeling like the AC, my car is not working, I sat down again. I poured the cold water on myself with singlet and all that. So I now put this one on top. So I now entered the car. And I turn my AC. But guess what? <laughs> the heat is still around here. <laughs> Don't worry, very soon. Very soon we'll be doing it in some auditorium that whatever weather of any part of the world you need, you will get it. Glory to God. When we say we are buying places, AC is part of it. <laughs> Heat generator is part of it. Glory to God. Yeah. Now people look down on you because you are a student and then you just buy pure water and all those things. Very soon, when you feel like drinking water, factories of water will be responding to you. But you see, we have to start from somewhere, right? Yeah. Go to the verse, verse 3. Say, even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the element of this world. Babies are under the element of this world. Element of sickness, element of malaria, element of jadiyadi, element of... Element of this world, failure. You are rushed in class, you are crying in the room. Element of this world. Your phone cracked and you are disturbed. It affects your joy. Element of this world. Helmet of this world. They dictate your credit. That you have labor so hard. Element of this. And then that affects your mood. Somebody said, give God a shot. Element of this world. Element of this world. <laughs> or somebody jilted you. You are in a relationship. And that you, I know, I now know what emotion is. So. Ah! Ah! Listen to me, all of you. You know, before when somebody just said, What is it? What's wrong with Mule? <laughs> you know when I told you people to come and see me and mention your name, and then if I don't remember, and then and that if I've never known your name or you perceive I don't know your name, just mention your name. I was in the meeting, so he came and told me, and I didn't plan that. He just came. So what happened to Kuli? Say, hey, he says not doing again. It happens to men too. There are some men. 
<laughs> and so I used to think, what is, what the heck is happening? What, what, if it happens to women, I understand that they might be a little bit emotional being. Then you see guys too crying. So I used to be like, what? Now I know the reason. I know the reason. Oh. Hey, Jebun. He's showing me time. <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> All of you listen to me. I can teach you to 7 a.m. Listen to me, all of you. Listen to me, all of you. I remember, I think it was Pastor Mayo that was saying it. One of you was saying it that, Ah, Pastor, Ivad, all this is. Because some things happened, so they were wondering, they were trying to trace where things went wrong. So they said that, Pastor, number one, the way I used to insist discipline, handle people, and all that, that's, that's, it's not like that. Then, he now mentioned of something I remember. He said, Pastor, you remember I used to teach for long. That I would just sit you down. By the time I'm done with you for like four hours. Five hours. Yes. Then I realized that you cannot be well. See, that's the truth. You can't do that in church, in normal church service. But in a retreat. In a retreat. Have you ever seen anybody challenging you that what do you know about the Bible? What do you know about God? No, no, think about it. How are you going to be able to know God if you will not sit down and be taught? When Bible says that Jesus was listening to teachers, do you think he was listening to music? Um, choir. There was no choir. You don't know that Jesus taught people for three days. Do you want me to show you in the Bible? He taught people for three days. To the point that they were hungry. Do you remember? That was the reason why he fed them. I will, I can stop at second day so that, you know, I don't want to feed you. I don't want to feed you. Eh? He fed them See, have you ever thought about it? That to be a medical doctor, you have to go to class at least five days a week. In those 24 hours, five days, you may have to be in class for like at least eight days. Eight times five, that's 40 hours a week. And I believe it's more than that. Practicals and all, you do a lot. Which might be going to like 60 hours per week. And then you have to do that for seven or six good sessions. And then you see, go and learn apprenticeship, house job, before you can be... You don't understand what it means? That when somebody says, I'm a medical doctor, you don't know what it means? What the person has gone through? When somebody says he's an engineer, you don't know what it means? When somebody says he's a philosopher, no, listen to me. There is nobody that graduates from any department without going through the rigorous training of that department. How do you not want to be a son of God? No, 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 look at it. Is it by all this indomie stuff that you sit down and your, they said your listening span or learning span or what do, you, do they call that nonsense span? What do you call it? Attention span, assimilating span, learning span, nonsense span. 
They said it does not go beyond 30 minutes. It does not go beyond 30 minutes. So if God gives you materials now to start spending it, will it go beyond 30 minutes? You have to wake up. You have to be a different being. If it is normal that the attention span does not go beyond 30 minutes, you almost be different. You are a spiritual being. Are you listening to me? Can you imagine Jesus Christ at the age of 12? Attention span nonsense. Three days he was lost. Listening to attention span. Is there, is there any attention span here? See, and because there is no hoy in the brain, there is no brain. This is where you hear home truth. This is different from and the zombies just come and they just break rev and then you are checking time. It's too hit. We are done. <laughs> I did program. Ask them, how many times have we done program for retreat that when God starts, your program is set aside. Our VG in Lagos, it used to happen in Ife when I was around too. It might have been happening in your own VG too. Our VG in Lagos, I have started like this before. I was just supposed to spend one hour out of the three or four hours from one son to the other. From one son to the other. Prophecy. Words. One son to the other. And then the Holy Spirit began to move. And then people were on the floor. And God started doing work that you yourself cannot stop. You plan the program, you cannot control the spirit when it's happening. That's the truth. But we have a structure, a service, that sometimes structure the Holy Spirit out of the service. The Holy Spirit becomes a spectator instead of a performer. And then we act in, in instead performing. Because the music or the worship must not be more than 17 minutes. I know there must be a balance to it. Because some people will say that some people by 11 o'clock, their flight is 10, 12, and by 11 o'clock, they are catching the flight. They are checking it. They are catching it. So they are in church. And church service has to finish by 11 o'clock. And you see their eyes. If you have to catch your flight, why can't you go and catch? Must you control the Holy Spirit with your flight? Must you control it? So we try to create balance. And how can we enjoy God? By coming out to be in a meeting like this. Can you see the way Holy Spirit is flowing without stress? And I'm telling you the truth because once you put a time on the timeless man or timeless spirit, there's a way you restrict the insight that you get from him. I didn't see all that because of him. I was the one that told him. I was the one that gave him program. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then, Holy Spirit is the overall person in charge of the program. Look at your neighbor, say you are not too young. To have a longer, say to have a longer attention span. Say Jesus has a longer attention span. And you cannot sleep. You are in trouble if you sleep. <laughs> you never see my trouble. It's in a place like this. Because those powers are back. Those disciplines are back. Those long training, rigorous training that can make a man out of your childish, childlike. 
attitude. They are back. They are back with the next seven years. So there is strength you must take into the next seven years. It's very important. If Pastor Yadebo should tell you what made him who he is today, some of you, you will cry. At a point in his history, he was asked to kneel down a PhD holder by an illiterate pastor. And he was told to lift up his hand because he was late for workers' prayer meeting. Up to now, in redeem, he's still like that. Except a lawless redeem. That is the truth. If you talk, if up to now, it's still like that. The man instituted it. They can't change it. The literate man. Who taught him timeliness? Who taught him promptness? He must have been spirit. And he was submitted to that authority. He didn't say because he had PhD and then this an illiterate person who couldn't speak English. He was submitted to that authority. He was submitted. And if you are not submitted to authority, you can't be given authority. You can see where he is today. He was submitted. There are some authorities, if you are not submitted to the authority, who will, will bend you to submit. Some of you never know that we are like this. You can see you are a bit quiet. You are questioning yourself. <laughs> uh. Jesus speaks in diverse ways. There are some disciples who say, Hey, come. What is all this? He said, We are going. He said, Get out. It's in the Bible. I can show you. When those 70 said they are going, he said, Go. And they left. And then he looked at the, the ones he prayed to choose. He said, Do you want to follow too? How many of you have heard about what I'm saying? How many of you have seen it before in the Bible? He said, Do you also want to follow them? Then Peter said, who has asked the word of life that we are, so that means there's something the two have understood that the 70 didn't understand. Are you getting what I'm saying? And they go down and they are leaving. They, they left. Ah. God is somewhere you say you are leaving. And leave. Your presence does not confirm that God is here. Eh? There are things we will go through in this place that might get you angry. And some of you might never come back to any retreat. It means you are not even supposed to be part in the first place. Because if you are a son, you will be trained. You will be disciplined. You will be rebooked. You will be corrected. You will be instructed. You will be rigorously trained. You will be told to sleep and wake up in 45 minutes. When you are about to sleep, that's when they are waking you up. And you must wake up from the sleep you did not sleep. You must wake up. And people don't want church to train them that way, but they want to join military that will train them that way. And Bible says we are soldiers of Christ. So which one should be better? The soldiers of Nigeria or U.S. Army or the soldiers of Christ? Somebody say U.S. Army.
If devil carry you like this and you have no weight, he will just tear you. So he said, under the element of this, he said, we were like that. We were under the element of this war. The element of this war can toss us to and fro emotional things. Some of you, they step on your toes. You get angry. Anyhow, element of this world. Some of you, you are too full of yourself. You can't be talked to. Too full of yourself. It shows that your parents have not been able to talk to you. You have grown wings. When they talk, you'll be, you'll be murmuring. So, it's only like you couldn't murmur when you get to church. When they talk to you. Element of this world. Element of this world. I grew up with parents that if you do that. Hey! I can't wait for my children to come. One of the reasons God is not going to deny me of children is because he knows I will train them. Don't forget about Abraham. He said, let me tell him what I want to do. Because I know he will, he will, he will teach his children's children. Hey! At that time, that was Genesis 18. Abraham had not gotten a child. Don't forget, he had not gotten a child. God already knew he would teach his children's children. <laughs> if God knows you are going to train your children and teach your children, he won't deny you any child. Yes, that's the truth. If I don't train you now, it won't hurt to you. You don't, go, you don't know. The Lord of harvest, sending laborers. And the harvest you already have, they are not trained. Give anyhow. Talk anyhow. Get angry anyhow. It's because you don't know. Now, this is an avenue for you to know and to be better. React anyhow. Somebody will step on your toe and you have bitterness against somebody. You know, it's not, you, you can even be here and be having bitterness. And maybe that's why you are sitting at the extreme head. And because the person is sitting here and then you say, I can't just stand. You know, I can't just stand that guy, man. You know, let me just stay here. Everyone should stay on their lane. I'm on my lane. I'm on my lane. Element of this world. You are a child. You are a baby in the spiritual things. You are a baby. You are a baby. You need to grow up. You need to grow up. Somebody will offend you. You'll be using WhatsApp status to talk back. You need to grow up. That one hit you. That one hit you. You need to grow up. <laughs> you know, let me, tell, let me tell you something. You know, between last year and this year, God showed me a lot. You see, let me tell you something. You never know you have grown until you face certain things. And let me tell you, teachers also, teachers face the highest of all temptations. You know why? Because if you can teach people about love, you should know that the highest temptation of love will come to you. I am a tough person. No? To the extent that when I tell you I love you, I used to feel I am weak. No, I'm not, I'm not joking. Love you. It's not part of my strength curriculum. I'm a strict person. It was almost turning into, people almost, almost believing that I am a ruthless person. (laughs) 
And God showed me about the next seven years. I thank him. Then he told me, he said, well, get prepared for it. So in preparing people, a lot of things started happening. So I guess that all of us, we have to upgrade, starting from me. Because everything that happened had to be a test, first and foremost, on my own status in Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? So it was me that I realized. And you know me, I don't check people's status. If you have ever seen me reading your status, that thing was reading it by itself. The phone was reading it by itself. I'm not joking. Except the one that I read and I communicated to you. That's the only one you can, conf- you can confirm that I read. I've not read enough of my Bible. I am telling you, I don't read Bible as I am supposed to be reading. I am confessing to you. I have not read enough of it. Let alone your status. Your status? Pastor Kodjo hardly has status. If he has, I will check. I have some pastor's friend on my WhatsApp stuff. I don't read their status. If I mention their name, some of you will be shocked. I don't even read their status. And some of them read mine. So I ended up the element of this world. I don't know why I have to come. See, if I show you my notes, what did I say I want to start with? I, I told you the title of the message is what? God's call, right? I, I have five things that God has called you as a reason for being here in the, in the book. And you can see the way we move. And I'm this kind of person that when I see the direction of the Holy Spirit and I'm sensitive to it, I don't, I, I don't have a choice but comply. Because this church does not belong to me. This church belongs to Him. Are you getting what I'm saying? All of us belong to Him. I don't like to say this is my church. No. I always use the word our church. You will see it in this retreat that the church belongs to you. But some of you have actually been thinking, ah, it's Pastor West Church. Ah, you know, ah, that man is the one that owns that church. <laughs> Which church? Which church did you? Pastor ah, Kenny, are you sure? He continued. I know you will not know. <laughs> he said, Pastor Mayo. Church people can be very funny. He said, See, Pastor Mayo is next in line. He can be very funny. And Pastor Mayo, too, he said, He will be swelled. Element of this word. I'm not saying it's, it's doing like that. I'm just using it as an example. He says, Pastor Kenny is, is the closest to pastor. He's his favorite. He's the John the Beloved. <laughs> ah, Pastor Kenny is John the Beloved. <laughs> he says, if you want to get pastor, talk to Pastor Kenny. Element of this world. You, they, they think about church as an organization of the world. Church as an organization of the world. You have to knock that out of your mind. Alright? 
You lose that out of your mind. That's why if they see Pastor Peter close to a guy in, on campus now, you'll be thinking, hey, Pastor Peter is booming him. How's the next pastor? <laughs> hey, listen. And they will go and be telling that one. You know that? <laughs> pastor. Pastor. And then himself, he will be denying it. He's a lie. He will be denying it. He said, no, 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 no. Ah, me. Ah. <laughs> I can never be a pastor. So, when they go, he will now be feeling himself. He will be deceiving himself. When Pastor Peter will announce the next person, he is somebody probably has been playing drum. He's not him and he's angry. <laughs> Hello, listen to me, all of you. You know the way they, you know, in church, the way you look down on people who play drums. You don't believe that they are spiritual. Not in communion, no. There are sons of the flesh and there are sons of the spirit. If you have the spirit and you press the guitar, the sound of the spirit will come out. If you don't, if you have the son, if you have the flesh and you press the guitar, even though he's in the service, eh? His cocoa master will be hearing. Instead of Master Jesus. Glory to God. So you see, people deceive themselves a lot. I remember in those days in fellowships, they will be guessing who will take over from this person. Element of this world. Flesh. Eh? I didn't put myself there. And God will never allow me to just look and choose somebody. Lie, lie. Either to replace me or to be over a center. It's purely by the Spirit. Purely by the Spirit. You see, this is, this is childishness. You see, it's all childishness. And then because you have a mind that you are going to be this and you are going to be that, you get disappointed and then you get angry. He told you, we are going to be the choir head after Casey on campus. I said, after all I did in part one, after all I did in part two, see what it did to me. They didn't, even, they didn't even allow me to even see remain in choir. Even our assistant self, I, know, I, know, I don't mind. I will manage it. They now said that you go and join High Force. High Force Corps. Spiritual forces of darkness. <laughs> don't be deceived. Look at your neighbor. Say, wake up. And there are some of you. You are happy. You are laughing. You know why? Because you don't want anything. You just don't want anything. You just want to be, you just want to be on your own. Woe to those who are at ease in Zion. You just want to be on your own. May you never be on your own. You don't know what it means to be on your own? Who, why, who? And some of you trivialize what you do. You don't know the meaning. It's heavier than that. 
is heavy. I will be telling you about the call later. Say, under the bondage. Go to verse 4. Element of this. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. Jesus was born under the law. To redeem those who were under the law, that, excuse me, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Verse 6. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying out, Harbor, Father. Glory to God. Somebody say, I'm a son. Say, I have the spirit of adoption. Say, I, I relate with the Father. No, no, no. To understand this place, quickly go to Romans chapter 8 verse 1. He said, you have now been trained. See, God has sent the spirit of his son. He said, for to be carnally minded is death. No, 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 no. Verse, 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 verse 1. Read from verse 1. Verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Okay, so it means there are people who are in Christ Jesus who are walking according to the flesh. He said, if they continue to walk according to the flesh, there might be condemnation. He said, but once you are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation for you. You are expected to walk according to the Spirit. Some people say that in original rendering, this last um, sentence is not there. Well, even if it is not there, you will later see it. Go to verse 2. Verse 2 says, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. The law of the spirit of life has made me free from the law of sin and death. Yes. For what the law could not do, in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on the account of sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. That's what he was saying. He said, he has now, when the time was right, he sent his son. The next verse. That the righteous requirement of the Lord might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. In us, we do not walk according to the flesh. Somebody say, I do not walk according to the flesh. Say, I walk according to the Spirit. A version says, according to the dictate of the flesh. According to the dictate of the Spirit. Yes, the next verse. He says, the next verse. He says, for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. They set their minds on the things of the flesh. See all these scriptures, they are so interwoven. If you read Colossians chapter 3 verse 1, he said, don't set your minds on the things beneath. He says, set your mind on the things above. The things beneath are things of the flesh. If, if materials are made of priority in your heart, if how to get the new car is a major priority in your heart, and you forget the major priority in the heart of God, which is so winning, edifying others, being a blessing to people, you are missing it. Then the car has turned to the things of the flesh. Listen to me. It has come to the kingdom. The reason why you should get a job is that the kingdom of God should advance. The reason why you should get cars is that the kingdom of God should what? Should advance. When I was coming, I told everyone I asked God I was coming and make sure that 
they should carry people. Before I came, I put a call through to Pastor Peter. And what was I asking you? I said, are there still people there? So that I have another way. I was to come through row 7 out. I asked, are there still people in church so that I can drive to church to go and pick people and I'll be going through the stress of coming through Laguri, Mayfair, again. Instead of cutting it from row 7 and coming. Why? Because the car is not even for me. It's for the gospel. Are you getting what I'm saying? You must have that mentality. It turns to things of the flesh if it's not for the gospel. The salary turns to things of the flesh if it is not for the gospel. Your clothes, your influence, your certificates. Are you listening to me? That is what he said. He said things of the flesh, but those things which live, you see, look at it. He said, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirits. The things of the spirit. Go to the next verse. He said, for to be carnally minded is death, but to spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. Yes, verse 7. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Verse 8. He says, so then, those who are of the flesh, or those who are in the flesh, cannot please God. They cannot. Yes. He said, but you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, is not is. Now, because you have the spirit of Christ, you are his. Somebody say, I'm his. Say, I belong to the Holy Spirit. That's what it means. Because you have the Spirit of Christ. Go to the next verse. He says, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the Spirit is life because of righteousness. Yes, verse 11. He said, but if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his Spirit who dwells in you. The next verse. He says, therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh. Yes, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. This is where I'm going to. These are sons of God. These are sons of God. As long as a, as a child, as a here, is a child, is not different from a slave. Look at the next verse, verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. Don't forget, say, when we were in the bondage, under the elements of this world, spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, by whom we cry out, Abba, by whom we cry out, Abba, what? Abba Father. Now, if you go back to Galatians chapter 4, you will understand this place. The same thing is saying. The same thing. You will not have a relationship with him. You can call him and he will respond. You worship him. Abba means father. So it means you cry, Father, Father. Glory to God. Are you still here? Ask your neighbor, are you still here? Answer your neighbor, say, I am here. Say, I don't have a choice.
Glory to God. Let's finish where we started from. The boy Jesus. The boy Jesus. Now you never think you are young again. Some of you are too old. You have to learn fast. Some of you need to go and get my messages and listen to 300 in the next one month. You listen to five every day. Five, five every day. If you must. It's difficult for some of you to download messages and listen. Ah! <laughs> and then that's come to that. As you are listening, you are reporting. As you are listening, you are, you are summarizing. And as you are summarizing and you are reporting and you are defending, you are going out to preach the same message. And then, as, you can't just be bearing Paul. What kind of Paul are you? I know you are Clinton. What are you Clinton? And all who heard him. No, no, no. Go to verse 46. Let's do 46 before we enter here. Now listen. He said he was asking questions. Now look at this. He said, him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them, asking and asking them questions. Asking them questions. See, I believe whoever asks questions are intelligent people. You see? Don't ever think those who ask questions don't understand. The reason why you ask questions is because you have a little understanding, then you need a deeper understanding. That somebody does not, if somebody don't ask questions, does not mean he understands. That doesn't mean somebody understands if he doesn't ask questions. Most of the time, morons don't ask questions. Hey, what if there's nothing for us to ask now? What shall we do now? You have to look for a question to ask. You can't be living and you are not having anything in your mind that is running. If some of you have been reading what we told you to be reading, the book of what are you reading now? Hearts, Abby. Good. Now, if you have been reading the book of Hearts, if you have read, let's say, first ten chapters, by now you should be having at least twenty questions. We even told people to be asking questions on the page. No question. No question. They won't see people. They are reading. They will be reading ref of other people. They will say, hey, hey, these people are just spiritual. Where did they get this from? Where did they get this hey. And then sometimes they look down on themselves. That, oh, look, I think I'm not, I'm not just the type. You are not the type? What type are you? I'm asking questions. Yes, verse 47. And all who heard him were astonished. Hey? Elderly people. When they heard Jesus asking questions and listening, you know, listen, you know, they listen to his questions. Don't forget. Bible didn't say he answered. What we heard first is that he asked questions, right? He listens and he asks questions. And Bible says all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So it means that when he asked questions, there was a discussion. In explaining to him, he also contributed. So they find out that this is not an ordinary boy. David said, I know more than my teachers. 
But how do you know better when you ask questions? The next verse. So when they saw him, don't forget the parents were looking for him. But this is what he was doing. For some of you, you have been crying for food at the age of 12. Three days they couldn't find him. Have you ever thought about it? How did he feed himself? Have you ever thought about it? How, did, how was he able to bathe himself? Have you ever thought about it? Where did he sleep? Purpose has not caught up on you. If purpose really catches up with you, you will disappear and appear where your purpose is being taught. I remember Pastor Paul, you said he was washing and his friend just entered. So, no, somebody ran inside and a flyer fell down and he checked the flyer. He realized that Bishop Benson outside is ministering in Benin, probably with T.L. Osborne or something. As he saw the flyer, do you know that that was the end of the worship? He caught, he, I think he just handed over the clothes or something. He took the flyer, he went to the park, he didn't know where he was going. And he entered Benin late in the night. He said there was nowhere to sleep. He said he just put them in one dormitory. Because you know when you have crowd like that, he said you just put them in one dormitory. He said he just put uh, maybe one of his clothes, he just used as a, a pillow, and he just slept right there. He said we went through some of these things. That's purpose. Go and ask anybody who has ever been great in life. Benny used to go very early for Ketikuma meeting. He said when Ketikuma would want to come and minister around 4 p.m. or 5 p.m. in the evening, he said the early morning, a day before, some people will come and sleep in the same place overnight so that they can secure space. He said some, somebody like him will have come earlier and none of them will be waiting for the door to be open. And when the door opens like this, they will rush to get to the front. All those rush caught in the anointing. Then you see some people. Their parents will be dragging them. Let's go for crusade. <clears throat> some of you look like you were dragged to this place. Are you getting it? It's like you were dragged. Because when you heard, if you cannot hear, you are no male leader. You say, ha. Ha. God, don't let them ask, where is my God? You know, you'll be discussed, you'll be discussed in your department. They are no more a leader. Some of you have told your parents as if it's an achievement. I remember I was ordaining pastors. I didn't know it was a big thing. Ah, somebody, one of the pastor's parents or minister's parents was saying that you were supposed to do, you were supposed to cook. Ah! Ah! I was like Jesus. When you don't say the spirit of the Lord is upon me, did you see reception in the spirit of the Lord? So when they saw him, the parents, they were amazed. Even the parents were amazed. And his mother said to him, Sam, why have you done this to us? Sometimes when I heard this, I said, Jesus Christ, African parents. Where have you done this to us? How many of you have ever been slapped like this? Bah, bah, bah. And your head is going like this. Bah, 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 bah. Ah. I know some of you are forming, you are forming tush in Ife. When you come to Ife, I have like, but like you have never been touched. And a lie. I couldn't have married somebody who was not beaten. 
Sorry. God needs to use your parents to, build, to tailor your destiny. To put ghetto to your destiny. Don't bring, somebody is looking at me. Doing like he's praying along as I'm teaching. But I know it's a struggle with sleep. <laughs> hey, don't try me. Marvelous. Marvelous. Don't try me. <laughs> Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. I sought you anxiously. Some of you are yet to disconnect. You can't get into this retreat. And you will not be rude to your parents. They will know there is something different about you. Are you getting what I'm saying? They will know. They will know. Just like they know there's something that was different about me. While I was in part one or part two, I went home. And my mom said, go inside and put your hand on your father. Put your fire on his head. That's what my in the kitchen, she told me, go inside. But dad is a bit down. Put your fire on his head. He must know there's something different about you. Not that I said, sit down there. There was a lady, a leader, who said we we're going to have a meeting. She just finished an exam. And the father said, have you finished your exam? On the phone. He said, daddy, we're going to have a meeting. He said, if I get home, I don't find you at home. Look at your neighbor. Say, grow up. That's why they want to choose everything for you. They want to choose your husband for you. They want to choose your wife for you. They want to choose a grown-up man. They want to choose wife for you. Let alone choosing the day for you. That's an insult to the Christ you carry. You cry, Abba, Father, because you have been adopted. You have been given the spirit of sonship. They don't have any spirit at times. They, don't, they are full of flesh and they are controlling your destiny. This shows to us that though they were going to Jerusalem to also listen to teachers. Look at that scripture. Just don't read it. Just be looking at the scripture. Look at what the boy of 12 year old say. And look at what you have been saying. No, no, no. Try and look at what you have been saying. Pastor, we cannot come. Oh, we cannot come. I have ulcer. I cannot fast. You have ulcer? What is going to cure ulcer? What is going to cure ulcer? I'm not telling, I'm not joking with you. And that is the truth. Look at what it says. Be looking at it. Some of you cannot just, your looking span is very short. Attention span, short. Looking span, short. Study span, zero. Bible span, zero. Worship span, one. And even the worship leader must be very anointed. If he's not shaking, and he's not moving, and he's not doing like this, and he's, you understand? And he's not, you won't be moved. 
Ask them, they will tell you. Some of you, sometimes you act like you are, to, you are angry with them. When they are singing and they are playing all kinds of, and they have done the other, and they have labored their preach, and then they are singing, they are just there. Don't you get those kind of vibes? May we not have a dead church. All of you in your center, when you are going for any service, you are going there already happening. Excited. You get what I'm saying? You're already vibrating in the spirit. Not that leaders are going there dead like a stockfish. Dead like Lazarus. That need to first be loosed before we start worshipping God. It's choir that we, would, we normally push choir forward first before we will come and preach. So the choir will first face them and reduce it small. Why did you seek me? Ah! There is no tribe in Nigeria that can talk like this. And let me tell you, if there is no tribe in Nigeria where a small boy can talk like this, there is no tribe in Africa. I am telling you, it's on record that Nigerians and the Ashantis of Ghana, the Ashantis of Ghana, that they are the only one that have, we are the only one that have, because probably we were not colonized. Alright? And our sense of freedom is not damaged. We are the only ones that question things. Look at Cameroon beside us. The Pobia has been there for the past 30 something years. Leading them. Obasanjo attempted it, he failed. You don't understand what the meaning? That everybody here can be president of this country. Have you? Even your father can come and say he wants to be president. Have you seen 70 something president contesting for presidency? But the rest, the Zulus of South Africa, those ones, their own is worse. Instead of reading their books, taking all the juicy jobs, they fought appetite, overcame, and they are still in the slavery mentality. Nigerians are migrating to the place to take up all those juicy jobs, becoming lecturers in their schools, and they are hungry with Nigerians. Hungry with other African countries who have that kind of liberated mentality, and they call it xenophobia. You can't come here and dominate here. It's difficult. Even DSTV that came here to dominate here, they had to use Nigerians to dominate here. Any South African companies you see here, they had to use Nigerians to come in. True. If they came in through me too, they would dominate here. Why did you seek me? And yet no Nigerian boy can talk like this to his parents. And this is not rude. Look at it, it's not rude. Why did you seek me? And at 12, I'm old enough. Is that not what he's saying? No, 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 look at it. Is that not what he's saying? I'm old enough at 12. And yet you at 12. They will have to hold your two hands, hold your two legs to cross the road. At 12. Even as at now, say, we are not sure whether you can still cross the road. They will tell you on phone, go and be looking for every, all the zebra crossing. That if you are not on zebra crossing, don't cross. At 12. There are some of you, they will tell. I just saw it now. 
I noticed it. It came to my mind. They will tell you not to withdraw all your money. I should be withdrawing it bit by bit. That they can steal your money. They said, keep your things. Dude, they will be giving you instructions as if you are a baby. And yet you are 17. You are 18. If you are of the world now, and you are fornicating, you can get pregnant. And yet, have you noticed that before it wasn't so? That most of our parents, they, they got married early. There are people here that their parents got married at the age of, your mother got married at the age of 20, 22. And you now, you are talking masters, talking PhD. By the time you are done with your PhD, you will be 32. What is wrong with your life and destiny? No, 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 I don't understand. I don't understand. Why did you seek me? I am holding off. I'm holding off. Did you not know? Ah! I'm sure you are angry on behalf of his parents right now. You are angry. You are angry right now. Ah, the boy Jesus. Maybe some of you don't know. The way Jesus was introduced here was the boy Jesus. And I told you, you have to understand the boy Jesus in order for you to understand the man Jesus. Look at what he says. He said, did you not know that I must be about my father's business? Ah! What do you know about father? Let alone father's business. You, who, who is the father? Hey? Do you know that at 12, they are deciding the kind of offering you will give for you? They are the ones that cause the challenge for you now. That's why you can't get out of it. Because they've always given you 5 naira, 10 naira. And that's the offering you are still giving. Some of you. They only give you 5 naira. When you now hear a powerful message, before giving the offering, you now say, okay, let me do 20 naira. May you have plenty in Jesus' name. You tell your children how much you like to give today. Go and pray about it. And they say, Daddy, I feel like giving 50,000. And just say, Take the check, write it by yourself. You can't train a child. When Bible says train a child in the way it should go, that's the way he's talking about. You can't train a child that way and train a child so that at the age of 12 he knows about father. And he knows about father's business. I'm not raising, I'm not raising a good child. So I realize that in a spiritual family like this, I have not been training you enough. And that's the reason for all this. Because we don't want to have imbeciles in the spirit. Imbecile. You know imbecile? In the spirit. There are people that are like that in the spirit. People kashoko in the spirit. Elephantiasis in the spirit. Fat in the physical. Marvelous. Fat in the physical. But tiny in the spiritual. What's your name? Bidemi. Bamidele.
Some of you who came to these retreats, you have no notes, you have no pen. Just like that politician that said, I have no shoes. <laughs> you have not been writing. All right. I'll come and have another session before the close of today. What's the time now? 2016. That's 8.16. You know the funny thing? I realized that if you are on Facebook in the night... You don't sleep. You don't. The sleep does not come on time. Because anytime you are, I don't know maybe I've observed it. When you are watching screen, especially probably social media that engages you, the guys that design those things, they said they put it there to satisfy your appetite and makes you glue to the system. That's why if you start social media in the morning. You start your day with social media, you will never remember to pray to God. It's you are dialing with the God of social media. This one, ah, they say, no, they say we should upload something. Eh, that the meeting must be uploaded. It's still about God's thing. And it's that upload that you start with. And then you are downloaded. Verse 50. But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. What's in the next verse? Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Verse 52. Powerful. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. May God bless the reading, the preaching, and the listening to His Word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I hope you have heard something. Lift up your right hand. Say after me. Say thank you, Father. Say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Say, I am no longer a slave. Because I am a grown-up child. Say, I am trained. I am a hear. I have the spirit of adoption. Say the spirit of sonship. Say I have received not the spirit of bondage, but the spirit of adoption. The spirit of God. The spirit of His Son. Whereby I cry, Abba, Father. Say thank you, Father, because I belong to you. I have a witness in my spirit. That I'm a child of God. I am led by the Spirit. Because I'm led by the Spirit, I'm a son of God. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name.